You are listening to DG Talks, a podcast brought to you by Delta Gamma. Each month, the Delta Gamma hosts will speak on a different topic, covering a wide range of interests for our sisters. We look forward to engaging with you on social media about other topics you would like to hear, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, my name is Mara Boyanju, and I currently serve as the Vice President of Foundation for the Gamified Chapter of Delta Gamma at Arizona State University. So I am currently a junior um, at ASU, so I'm not one of the, the regular most professional speakers. I'm an undergraduate student, um, but I am so, so honored to be able to be invited to participate in DG Talks and to speak a bit about my experience with the Delta Gamma Foundation and what our work has looked like in the past few years at ASU. So I guess before diving into the foundation part of things, and I could talk for ages about all of that, um, I can kind of talk about how I got to ASC and what got me into Greek life and more specifically DG. So I'm currently from Tucson, Arizona, having moved around a lot. I was ready for after high school to go straight to college out of state due to financial reasons and kind of just for some more conventional reasons as well. Um, because I am planning on going to graduate school as of now, medical school. So it made more sense to go to ASU. And I found out that the Honors College at ASU Barrett had actually a really, really good program was very nationally claimed. So that's kind of got me to ASU. And once I was here, I was thinking, okay, I'm in state. I want to do something a bit different, try something out of my comfort zone. So I was like, I should go through Greek life. I should see how this is. I knew from the get-go that I wanted to be in a sorority that was going to push me to do better academically, um, expand my cultural interests, my social interests, and most importantly to me, I wanted to be able to pursue my philanthropic passions as well. I had been involved in philanthropic organizations since I was 12 years of age. Um, I was a kid who could not sit still and thought, okay, I want to do something that's not only helping me, but it's helping others. So once I was able to and allowed to participate in a volunteer program, I jumped on the opportunity and I was a volunteer at Reed Park Zoo in Tucson for about five years. I also joined when I got to high school. I was secretary of Assistance League organization and an after-school tutoring program, which I co was co-president of. Um, a philanthropy was a big part of my life, so I knew that college was gonna be busy and a time to pursue my passions, and one of those was philanthropy. So whatever organization I was going to join in Greek life, I wanted philanthropy to be a main center of this organization. I, it's easy to say, but I kind of knew from round round that Delta Gamma was going to be the one that I was going to go through with because I remember sitting down speaking to the women of the chapter and thinking, wow, like these women are well-rounded, they're um, intelligent, they're interested in pursuing cultural and social and educational interests, and their philanthropy was incredibly important to them. I remember learning about Service for Sight, um, in which Delta Gamma AIDS visually impaired, through their philanthropy and how our specific chapter worked with Foundation for Blind Children and Guide Dogs for Blind. And I immediately thought that's what I want to be a part of. So, and I also knew that I immediately, I wanted to have a leadership position and that I wanted to be involved in our philanthropy. So, well to say, I joined Delta Gamma and I was very, very happy. I immediately met amazing women and I immediately jumped on 
the opportunity to become involved in our philanthropy and the runnings of our chapter. So as a freshman, I ran for a position and I got director of service hours in which I would record these service hours of the women during our semester, helping our vice president foundation and promoting other service friends around campus. So our vice president foundation at the time, Kayla Kazmarki, I started working with her, uh, coming up with service opportunities. I would come to our service Saturday events and um, record the hours of women there. Um, assist with communicating with people at Foundation for Blind Children and God Dogs for Blind. Um, and it, started, it got me even more excited to want to do um, an even bigger position, hold a bigger role in our foundation. I'll backtrack a little bit and say that um, because I know every single Delta Gamma chapter has, although we all support service for sight and aiding visually impaired and spreading visual awareness, we all have different forms and ways that we do so. So with our chapter ASU, we're very, very lucky because out of the five schools for the vision paired that Delta Gamma has helped found across the nation, we actually are in proximity of one of them, Foundation for Blind Children in Phoenix. And now there's another location too in the west part of Phoenix as well. So we've actually been working with them for a very long time. Um, we were helped found them as well. And so we volunteer at the Foundation for Blind Children, um, create crafts and other visual wear activities to donate. And then our other more local branch we work with is Guide Dogs to the Blind. In the past, we've actually sponsored a guide dog named Ibanta through Guide Dogs for the Desert. And now working with Guide Dogs for the Blind for the past few years, it's been an incredible partnership. They come and speak on our philanthropy days. And we work with them for percentage nights, fundraising, um, and even making crafts for the dogs and the owners. So this, obviously, I was introduced to all different aspects of our foundation, these two more local, as well as contributing to our overall Delta Gamma Foundation, which we assist with grants and aiding other sisters across the nation. And I, again, I knew that this is something I want to do on a more on a larger basis. So I ran for vice president of foundation to be part of our chapter management team as a sophomore. And happy to say I did receive the position and I was over the moon and I was so excited to apply my knowledge of philanthropic and fundraising and leadership pursuits in other organizations to this position. So my big goal was just make philanthropy a big part of what it means to be in a sorority like it used to be, because that is the reason that we all joined the sorority. That's the reason or that's the reason that sororities were founded. And although college is busy and lifestyles just gone faster and there's a large emphasis on socials and the sisterhood part of what it means to be in a sorority, we have to remember that philanthropic pursuits are equal as important, if not more. So I wanted to be able to bring this passion and excitement I have for philanthropy to this position. So when I came into the position, there were all sorts of things we were already doing. We were volunteering with Foundation Blind Children once a week at, on Fridays and helping with their parent-to-parent -parent sessions, sensory training. And then we were also volunteering at special events like their fall festival, their spring festival, and various um, programs on Saturdays. So when I came in, I, wanted, I knew that I wanted to expand our influence in uh, Foundation for Blind Children because we have been working them for years. And I also wanted to get the guide dogs and any other local organizations involved because part of the Delta Gamma Foundation is also the Golden Anchor Program in which we aid those um, who are more elderly, who are also visually impaired. Um, it's always been a challenge to work specifically with 
an organization that only targets visually impaired um, elderly people. So we've worked with Elmcroft Senior Living Organization in the past, and I want to continue this, but also work with maybe more just veteran and elderly care centers in the area. So I want to start working with the Veterans Association as well. And not only this, but look, expanding our local or expanding our um, edu- and setting our local influences throughout the area and getting people to volunteer more just in general. I definitely just want to spark that that interest, that flame and educate women more and more about our philanthropy and about what it means to do service. Because um, especially this year with Delta Gamma shifting its values, especially when it comes to service, emphasizing on do good service for site hours, meaning volunteer hours, specifically towards anything to do with our foundation, and then also do good non-service for site hours. So encouraging women to follow their philanthropic pursuits outside of just our foundation. I really wanted to bring this in to the position and emphasize and just always be that, that, that nagging voice saying, hey, there's something else you could be doing. So since going into my session almost a year ago, it's crazy, time has flown by. I hopefully believe I have kind of increased that voice and that awareness towards everything philanthropically based. And through, especially working with such a wonderful chapter management team, I believe we've been able to get women involved um, more, not even, again, not even with just our Delta Gamma Foundation, but posting or like service opportunities with our ASU clubs and organizations. And although COVID-19 has presented an interesting challenge to this, I think we've still done a great job in trying to keep women aware and up to date with ways they could do service in the community. Um, what I'm really excited to say is that we've had Anchor Splash. Anchor Splash, as most Delta Gammas know, has won the classic philanthropic events held in many Delta Gamma chapters throughout the nation, in which it's a swimming competition, essentially, in which we basically raise a lot of money through t-shirt sales, percentage nights, um, sweet tea with DG events, the actual competition. We raise a lot of money throughout the week to go towards our foundation and our uh, collaborators. So along with Anchor Splash this past year, we actually put on the first Anchor Slam. So Anchor Slam is also another philanthropic event held at other chapters. Most chapters just have one, but this year we've actually been able to have two. Kayla, our past vice president foundation, laid out all the groundwork, and now we were able to host the very first Anchor Slam this past spring with Percentage Nights Incorporated with Desserts with DG, another event where we sell desserts to raise money. And we actually tie into our anchorman competition. So we were able to have our first successful spring philanthropy week, which was awesome and went really, really well. We raised almost $10,000. And so that was a great success. And I'm so happy we were able to do that. From our philanthropic events with Anchor Splash and Anchor Slam, um, we also were able to put together the very first, and actually we were the only story to do so at our university, we were able to put together the very first virtual philanthropy week, which we actually just hosted this past week uh, called E-Anchor Slam. So we weren't going to let COVID-19 hinder our philanthropic pursuits or hinder the ability to raise money for our chapter. So me along with Lucy Townsley and Donna Persampire, my director of fundraising and director of Anchor Splash, Anchor Slam. We were able to put together very, very successful philanthropy this week, this fall. And obviously we knew we weren't going to raise as many funds as Anchor Splash due to everything being virtual, our events being such, but we we were still able to put together t-shirt sales, percentage nights. We even got together 
and made service for site visual awareness cards to put in the to-go um, fundraising bags for these percentage nights and had a virtual philanthropy event in which we had our organizations that joined, join or uh, create teams to play an NBA 2K video game tournament. And we still kept the same. We kept We believe we kept morale high. Obviously, social media presence was a big part of this, but I'm so incredibly proud of what you're able to do when COVID-19 started back in March, me and Lucy got together and we kind of said, okay, so anger splash is not going to happen. We obviously don't think we can do anything in person. So what are we going to do? We should still have philanthropy week and still have philanthropy event. So I'm so happy and proud to say that we did do that and went extremely well. And we're still counting up what we've raised so far but as of now we have about $12,000 raised which is amazing and again that will all be split equally between Foundation for Blind Children, Guardians for Blind and Delta Gamma Foundation. So along with these philanthropic events, throughout this year in my position, I've been able to create more Foundation for Blind Children volunteer opportunities. We actually worked with this amazing woman, Chelsea, who is alumni from a Texas school, Delta Gamma chapter, in which we were able to provide volunteer opportunities to help her with goalball practices on Thursdays at F Foundation for Blind Children. And our volunteer opportunities are expanded from not only just Fridays and every now and then Saturdays, but to every Friday and to every Saturday, which is amazing. We were able to get the guide dogs for blind more involved. So they came and sat on our percentage nights. We were actually going to be working with them to host a puppy one-on-one training. So women can, women in our chapter will be able to see what it's like to train to become a guide dog puppy raiser. But due to COVID, we've had to postpone it. But our communication has never been higher. We've been able to make, um, both dog toys and dog beds to provide to these guide dogs and to their trainers and raisers. So I'm so excited to see that that's been happening. I also want to definitely touch on what service Saturdays look like, especially when I, if other vice president foundations listen to this podcast, I want them to be able to get an idea of what some successful projects have looked like. So this past year, we actually, um, one service Saturday event, we created visual awareness posters for foundation blind children to present our Anchor Slam event. Again, not only having a great philanthropic event, but being able to advertise what everyone is raising money for at this event, especially when we're partnering with sororities, fraternities, and sports um, organization teams. We had another service Saturday where the goalball coach, Chelsea, she came in to speak, and we actually were able to make um, Happy Easter and St. Patrick's Day cards for the Phoenix Fair Association that we were working with and also donate create Spring Festival um, plastic eggs filled with hard candy for the Spring Festival egg hunt for Foundation for Blind Children. And what we were also able to do is what we were extremely been a big part of this past year and so proud to announce is that Tina Tabor, who is the Region 6 um, found foundation coordinator, she actually put together this glass tile project for Foundation of Blind Children in Phoenix to create basically a glass tile wall in their um playground. So at a service Saturday, we were actually got the amazing opportunity to work with Tina and decorate these glass tiles. And now they're on display at the Foundation for Blind Children in the Phoenix area. And there will be an article coming out soon regarding this project and what it's meant to FPC. So we are extremely proud of Tina for doing this and extremely lucky that we got to be a part of this. 
So other, um, the only other like service Saturday um, activity that I was planning before COVID came about is working together. Because although we work with so many incredible local national organizations, I want to be able to put together something that was integral and collaborative with all these organizations. So the plan was to get Foundation for Blind Children and Guide Dogs for Blind and Delta Gamma Women all in one event, working on visual awareness activities, creating touch and feel pages, um, making dog toys, doing simple crafts with the children from Foundation Blind Children and getting those children and their parents connected with guide dogs from blind to see what they could do for them. And at Delta Gamma Women just supervising and engaging with the children during the event. So that was something I was super excited to do that unfortunately has been postponed due to COVID, but I'm hoping that the next Vice President Foundation can pass along in the spring. So obviously, as I've been able to kind of rant on about Service Saturdays have been a huge philanthropic success throughout all the years of uh, foundation at our chapter. And then obviously philanthropic events such as Anchor Splash and now our very own Anchor Slam and E-Anchor Slam. But other, what I really want to instill and I've kind of talked about is that service, there's other ways to do service, not only than those planned concrete events that everyone knows about. So I put together other service events before code occurred that would go along with um, our pursuits with our foundation other than Service Saturday. So actually in an event, we were able to make Valentine's Day backdrops for Foundation of Blind Children, for children and their parents to be able to pose in front of. So we got women together to make those. And we also got together to create Valentine's Day cards for the Veterans Association Hospital. And me and a bunch of women got together and actually went to the Veterans Association Hospital and donated those cards to the veterans and the workers there, which is absolutely amazing and very, very rewarding. And then I talk about everything before COVID, but then once COVID came about, obviously me, myself personally, and I wanted for other women in chapter to have other opportunities to do service, even when we were all social distance and to keep the sisterhood strong. So I mainly sought to create virtual service hour opportunities and I plan. And then through this, we were able to plan what was the only virtual sorority philanthropy event this fall. So throughout the semester, obviously it's been tough and the transition has been interesting to say the least. I've been able to put together um, some in-person events as long as, as well as virtual events through the UN, through Translators Without Borders for women to be able to do service on their own as well, donate supplies. But when that was all, um, online and virtual until recently, we were able to have in-person service events. Again, very small. And one of them is actually featured in the, in the Delta Gamma Foundation newsletter in which we, last month, we got together women in waves of 15 or less. And we got together and made these note cards that I mentioned previously to include all facts service for sight, the Delta Gamma Foundation website, the website for Foundation of Blind Children, and including some visual awareness facts on there. So kind of for these note cards to be placed in these to-go bags at these percentage nights during our philanthropy week for people who support um, our foundation and come to these percentage nights f- to raise money for us so they know at least what they're raising money for. So we were able to make those, which was amazing, and we also were able to make masks for um, the local Phoenix community. They're more underserved because, again, I've <laughs> you've been probably able to tell, I want to focus, I want especially to focus the amazing intentions of our women, not only on our chapter pursuits and our foundation pursuits, but to focus also on like what's going on around us, especially in the local Phoenix area 
area. There's been a shortage of masks and PPE during a COVID-19 crisis to those who have not been able to access them. So I had women come in and bring in t-shirts and I led them through a tutorial to make these homemade masks from these t-shirts. So they're actually being donated this week to both a fellowship church and um, a kids non-for-profit um, for these masks to go to the homeless and to kids and providers in need. So with these service for Saturdays and um, making these homemade masks, making these visual mirrors, note cards, also making dog toys for guide dogs for blind we've been able to actually make a lot and with this virtual philanthropy week we've actually been able to make a lot of our situation and actually have been extremely engaged in our philanthropy and women are still volunteering whether it's through Planned Parenthood whether it's through these virtual service events I'm so happy to say that we're still opening up and providing um, in-person service opportunities and it's been so incredibly warning to see this being done and to see it continuing done even past when I've gotten this position or when I leave this position which I am so incredibly sad about but coming away from this position and kind of being able to talk in this podcast about different ways we've been able to do service in the past year and I have a very interesting position as I'm able to talk about what we've done pre and post COVID as obviously service is going to change from now on and being in other organizations not only Delta Gamma doing um, service opportunities I can say firsthand it's definitely changed a lot and been a challenge but seeing us persevere through and people still be engaged has been extremely amazing to see and um, I would have said you know pre-COVID that what the best thing I would have gotten in this position is just being able to serve in a leadership role in which I'm able to instill the passion I have for philanthropy in the women our chapter but I, I'm so, so content to say that coming out of this position, the biggest thing that I've gone out of it is being able to see the other women in this chapter who've been able to inspire me to, to increase my passion for philanthropy and to get, want to get more women involved and help us raise money for our foundation. So it's not only me being able to put the most into this position, but I think that women have gotten the most out of it too and out of the foundation this year. And I cannot wait to see um, our influence being grown, especially in the local Phoenix community and in the ASU community. And I'm so excited to see my journey with DG in the future because once I leave this position, I still hope I still will be, I know I will be involved in everything foundation wise. And I'm so excited to see what else our chapter can do. I want to thank you so much for hosting me at this podcast and this talk. I hope I didn't ramble too much, but I wanted to just come in and talk about what foundation has meant to me, what foundation means to women of the Delta Gamma, Gamma Phi chapter at ASU, and what we've kind of done this year when it grows to foundation and service. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of DG Talks. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook at Delta Gamma. 